This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Hey, this is Jedi Master Rob LaBerry, host of the Jedi Temple Archives podcast, and you're listening to... Wait, hold on, hold on one second. What the force? Hey, hey, aren't you Dr. Sonny Ravencourt of the University of Coruscant? Nope. No, you absolutely are. I recognize you. Now, you were in the archives not too long ago. I believe you were on a tour, a guided tour. Uh... Look, here's the deal. This temple is not open to outsiders without escort. So you're going to just have to move right along or I'm going to have to get Jedi Temple security. Oh, come on. I can't get this kind of information at the University of Coruscant. Look at this transcription. This Jedi was murdered. All right. Uh, that That's it. We're not going to have this conversation. Padawan, please go get the temple guards. Oh, I really don't think you need to call Jedi secure. Okay, here they come. I got to go. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Goodbye, Dr. Ravencourt. All right, all right sorry about that. Uh, where was I? Oh, right. And you're listening to Conversations Podcast with Pat and Charles. Welcome to Conversations. I'm Charles. And I'm Pat. This is episode 59. A galaxy full of space battles, blaster fights, and dog fights. Anatomy of a duel. Darth Vader vs. Luke Skywalker number one. Bespin duel. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> and fight. <laughs> and we're done. All right, you can find us on Twitter. <laughs> Laser sword thingy, I don't know. Um Yeah, so so this is a very interesting series that we're starting, um, the Anatomy of a Duel. Tell us uh why we're doing this. Well, it's Saturday morning and we've got nothing else to do. Uh no. Um <laughs> <laughs> this was a suggestion from Rob at the Jedi Temple Archives podcast, and he had texted us several months ago. He had suggested that you guys should talk about the duels, the lightsaber duels and the origins of them and the forms they use and just deep dive on a duel and uh, fantastic idea. So thank you very much, Rob, for that, uh, for the content and the idea. And it really is because the, you know, as we're going to talk about today, there's much more than just the uh, shoom shoom. Um, there's a lot more to it. It's like where the characters are, where they came from, um, you know, the the history between the two of them, if there is any. So there's a lot of things you could talk about uh, uh, apart from just purely the filming of it and, and maybe some of the behind the scenes stuff um, that uh, make each of these duels really quite interesting when you just cut those out and just look at those two pieces. Digging into this, we had to get into the the saber combat forms a little bit you know essentially from from what we see in the actual duel on bespin luke uses a bit of a combination between form 5 which is the style that vader uses interestingly mm. enough and some elements of form 3 
which was Obi-Wan's style. <laughs> and then he even has um, some of the uh, sort of rudimentary elements of Form 1, which is the first form that every Jedi learns. Yeah, I'm really glad you brought this up because I didn't look at the forms at all. <laughs> I did actually do some research. <laughs> Hold on. Stop the press. Hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah, Guinness Book of Records. Yes. Um, yeah. No, I did. I, I did research for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Conversation. Yeah. I know. Okay. All right. Okay. Two p.m. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, they're gonna send out um someone to um evaluate and legitimize this, and uh, it's gonna show up in one of those books somewhere. So sweet. <laughs> Those notes are going to be worth gold, I tell you. <laughs> One of my favorite gags is the call to the Guinness Book of Records. Um, so, uh, do it at work all the time. Everyone gets pissed. But I'm the boss. So, um, so I'm not really the boss. I like to think I am. So, uh, okay, Form 5, the one that we're talking about here. Okay, Form 1 is the first one that a Jedi learns. Right. It's, it's the most basic. Uh, it's pr presumably the easiest. Right, like swing left, uh, swing right, basically. Yeah, the zoom zoom. <laughs> zoom zoom. That's the zoom zoom. Okay. Not to be confused with the zoom zoom from Mazda. Right. Um, but the zoom zoom. Zoom, right, right. Right. As immortalized yeah. by our friend uh, Hondo. <laughs> yes, uh, but of course it was. <laughs> so, um... So form five is is uh, affectionately known as the way of the crate dragon, Ooh. or the perseverance form. Okay. Mm, okay. Essentially, um, you know, I mentioned that that Luke uses part of form five and part of form three. Form five actually expands on form three. Form three basically um, relies on mostly defense which is a, a good form for right. old Ben to be using. Um, so basically it's, it's, it's made with um, counter strikes. So, so defensive movements and counter strikes. So what, uh, what evolved into form five is not wanting to waste time waiting for your opponent to attack. So as they're, you know, going through the movements, um, you find an opening in what they're doing to attack them first, essentially. Gotcha. And and it does rely heavily on defense as well, but it does have elements of, of attack that Form 3 does not have. So the, it focuses a lot on power attacks and defense with immediate counter-strikes. Okay, so okay. As, as you're defending off a fending off a blow um you're setting up for a counterattack using you know their momentum or their spin or whatever to your advantage okay okay so Makes sense. um so what's interesting about form five for both of these characters is that it utilizes aggression and domination Ooh, both of them using it too mm -hmm. which which see which sounds very dark side it and, does um and it uses your opponent's attack against them, throwing off their balance in an attack or a strike. Um, that's that's when you um, you swoop in to um, to counterattack. So, which is smart, obviously, but still, yeah. like you said, it's like it's it a makes tinge. perfect sense for Vader to use this form, right? Because he's not the the, the quickest, 
Right. Yeah. True. Um, Good and, point. And he's and you know and he does have that power behind him as well. Uh, not only power in the force, but but physical power. Yeah. You know, he's he's like a cyborg. He's got like robot. Yeah. And so and he's like so eight he foot does, four. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so he has all of this, um, all of these elements that that would lend themselves to form five. Right. So you know that. Um, makes perfect sense for him to use now luke is relatively untrained okay yeah yeah he um he got um basically the falcon training by obi-wan with the little you know training Training droid droid. yeah and um, you know, with the blast shield down, let's face it, he couldn't see a thing. <laughs> so, um, so there's four minutes there, right? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And then you know, you you have to assume that to some degree he trained with Yoda, right? On Yoda. yeah. However, okay, even if he trained with Yoda as an opponent, look at Yoda versus Vader. Okay, Yoda is tiny, nimble. Very um, athletic. Yeah, um, he's uh, you know, he does a lot of flips and and swings and and he's um, he's, I don't know that he's physically very strong, so you know most of his swings and strikes aren't going to be crushing blows, right? Like Vader's would be. Mm-hmm. So even if you're trained against someone like that in a swamp. Uh, it doesn't really prepare you for a fight against Vader. Very true. Very true. I mean, uh, you know, and even if you then bring in the the cave experience of Dagobah, where, you know, he runs into essentially himself, there's a little bit of that. But the projection that he's seeing through the force is, you know, a copy or a, an image of himself, of Vader, of all that sort of, you know, the, the psychology behind it. But you're still not going to have the forms that he's necessarily using. So it's just, you know, obviously it's very quick as well too. So it's more of a, a discovery for Luke's being versus a uh, training mo- uh, module for uh, lightsaber tactics. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, there, there's a reason that Yoda pleads with him not to leave because he's not ready. Yeah. He's, he's not, he's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, it's, um, it's inter- I found it interesting that they both use that sort of aggressive style. That's fascinating. That's really, really cool. And when you think about then some of the, the forms that um, Obi-Wan used, the one that I picked up on, and I mean, and what's even further cool about this whole conversation so far is that we're talking about, you know, Empire, 1980, way before forms were even a thing. I mean, Lucas may have had it in the back of his head. We're just talking lightsabers cool weapons right so you have uh, obi-wan versus vader in a new hope which is like you know first obviously the introduction of lightsabers and, and, and the idea and the concept of a lightsaber duel and that one spin that obi-wan does uh, in that battle and then luke does it you know in this one as well so there's a callback to that that's that's the one i picked up on so honestly that's the if there was a form that i was looking at that's the one i saw but all of this history that we've been adding to it now that gives more life to 
what has you know what really probably many people would agree is the one of the quintessential lightsaber battles of the entire saga there's emotion there's movement i mean it's extremely well choreographed and put together and all that along with the forms and you can sort of study those those two tactics as you're going through but a uh it's almost like a a, a saga defining battle um i would i would take that further and and say that it's it's um you know one of the most okay so when we were discussing the idea for this topic uh you know it's obviously which one do we talk about first Mm -hmm. and i was wrong and you were (laughs) that's fine though it's fine obi-wan qui-gon and maul please um please (laughs) please please that's come on dave likes it yeah yeah don't worry about that so um so essentially it was like okay so where do we start with this and um you know with the i am your father line being one of the you know biggest twists in cinematic history and it taking place in this duel it almost makes sense because the first time you see a lightsaber duel you know it's on the death star with with obi-wan and and vader and i mean it's okay Mm -hmm. all right and some some fans have have redone it Mm -hmm. and and turned it into something much different yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, very cool but certainly much different than the theatrical release of Star Wars. And you you almost do lightsaber battles a disservice by starting with that one. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so we didn't. Um, so that being said, you've got this pivotal moment in not only the Star Wars franchise, but in movies. Mm. You know, with this scene. And... And not only that, um, you've got the outcome, which is is you know it goes it goes in line with Empire Strikes Back, and and how it doesn't have a fantastic outcome anyway. <laughs> so you know you you have all these elements that make this a great saber duel. Mm. As you watch for research purposes, okay. As you watch these scenes over and over again, and you and you look at the differences between these characters, you've got Luke, who you know we're starting with because he's our protagonist. Um, he goes in very poorly trained. He's young, he's emotional, and frankly, he's unprepared. <laughs> True, I, I, he is. He is by 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 all accounts, he's unprepared for this. Um, how many people has he dueled with? Maybe one, maybe, and it was like someone that was on his side. So there's like it's like when you're sparring with your friend in the boxing ring, and you're like, "I'm ready," and then you go in an opponent and they beat the snot out of you. I mean, that's 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 what this is. So, you know, so essentially, he, um, you know, he he gets this vision that his friends are in trouble. So he's like, I'm going to run over there and save my friends and be the hero. Like I was in the last movie and avenge his father's death. This is his chance to, to take down the, 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 the man who murdered his father. 
And uh, yeah, thanks, Ben, um, from your point of view, I guess. Um, so he lives on a moisture farm his entire life. The most he's ever done is dodge sand people attacks and bullseye womp rats and shoo away some Jawas. <laughs> shoo away. <laughs> like, like there's, there's not like Ray on Jakku's got more fighting experience than than Luke does. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, so he has he, he doesn't even have that instinct. Okay. So. He trained with Obi Wan for like twenty minutes, I guess. I don't know. Like I said, I, I've made, and he was on Dagobah with Yoda for a few weeks, right? According to, from a certain point of view, the Empire Strikes Back. Gotcha, gotcha. So a few weeks he's on Dagobah. So even if he spent his entire time there lightsaber dueling, that's a few weeks yes. of lightsaber dueling against okay. Vader. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know. Even even dueling with Yoda, you got a, a completely different um, uh, dueling model. Okay, so um, and it should also be noted too that when you know, just as you know, Luke's getting ready to leave, and Yoda's talking to him, like trying, like you said, pleading for him not to go. You're not ready. He calls literally. He calls his experience in the cave of failure. Yeah. So you failed in this cave experience, this test. <laughs> you you failed in the training mod. Yeah. Now, um, one of the Star Wise would completely agree this is a typical mode for Yoda, but um, telling telling him that he's failed already, that he doesn't have one iota of what he's about to face, let alone the lineage. I feel like that's the Canadian in you apologizing for for every for everything. <laughs> um, it's I I I feel as though he's unprepared because he's unprepared. Okay, um, if Yoda was like. Mm, got this you do <laughs> defeat him you shall um he's still losing a hand well okay? no i told i because, completely agree because then then he walks in with this hubris like oh, i'm gonna kill you you know it's like no no i not. i'm just saying that yoda in typical fashion certainly ain't helping okay <laughs> or he's a realist he knows what's going on or what's right, about to happen exactly <laughs> he's trying to prepare you know, how many how many times has luke faced vader before this zero, zero. yeah zero mm-hmm. how many times has he seen vader he saw him across the hangar fight nobi yes that's it yeah and barely barely if vader even re- noticed him you know <laughs> just yeah. before the and, blast doors were the closed only reason he did is because of the no <laughs> and even then he was still stomping on the robes <laughs> yeah he was like well don't worry whatever so, as the doors closed I mean, sorry so yeah i think Yoda would be foolish. I mean, some people would argue that Yoda is foolish, but he would be foolish to be like, "Yeah, you're all set. I'm, I'm a hundred percent on board with you doing this." Because hmm. no, <laughs> so, so you know, the other side of 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 this duel is Vader, or more specifically, Anakin. Okay, you've got Anakin who trained from a time when he was nine years old. Okay, and at this point in Empire Strikes Back, he's 44. So you got 35 years of Jedi training. Interesting, he's 44. That's cool. Okay, nice. Force usage, we'll say. Hmm. Okay, because um, you know he was he was a Jedi for 13 years, from nine to 22, and then and then um, 22 years in the suit. Okay, Hmm. in in the in the you know, cybernetic body. Okay. So 
He does have 13 years studying as a Jedi, uh, training in several forms of saber combat for 13 years, not a few weeks, okay? <laughs> and um, then once he's constrained by his cybernetic body, he's got 22 years to master that mm. at and this point. take advantage of what it gives him as well. Right. So again, he's got the, the physicality behind it, and he's stronger in the Force. He's been studying it for, you know, 35 years. Okay, he's mastered the force way more than Luke with his, you know, picking up his lightsaber in the cave of Hoth. Okay, right. Yeah. So you know, it, it's, it's apples and oranges at this point. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's really um, it's 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 very heavy handed on the side of of Vader, of course, <laughs> and um, the scales are certainly tipped. Not only that, but Luke is walking into you know what some Mon Calamari admirals would say is a trap. Um, <laughs> Except in this case it's said by Leia. <laughs> right, exactly. The the OG it's a trap by Leia. Um, and that's the thing is he's he's at a place he's never been before. He doesn't know the layout of the land. He's the he's the visiting team. Right. He's still Bush League. So <laughs> So okay, question for you. Now now we know Vader sensed him obviously in a new hope you know the force is strong with this yeah. one right yeah and then han comes in and and uh he gets ricocheted off and he lives uh and he's spinning away uh presumably right. to some um some destroyer somewhere right. and from this point you know now now of course we know that he vader paid you know some um it was, i think it was boba fett who told or found out that that pilot was luke skywalker so right importantly he knows that Right. So my and not question, only does he know that it was Luke, he knows that it was Luke Skywalker. Walker. Right. Right. So now I didn't read. I don't read the comics. That's why I have read some comics. But this is your domain. When um, Palpatine tells Vader, and I think it's in the special editions, that um, you know the offspring of Anakin Skywalker. Right. Now that's that's not what he said in the original. Um, in the um, the original theatrical release, I don't think. But anyways, um, when Palpatine tells him that, do you think that Vader already knows that that's his son, Luke Skywalker, yeah. mentally? Yeah. Okay. So anything that Vader is supposedly surprised by or he's sort of keeping that on the DL because, all as we know, Vader has his, his own agenda and some of these things as well you know to uh you know for him both of them to you know take over the galaxy and everything so it's a very interesting like the, these little seeds of once his lineage comes into play that more man machine machine versus man somewhat takes a little bit of a different swing because he knows that's his son of of whom he never knew he had right uh last time he sees his pregnant wife she's uh, she's dying yeah so um uh, well, he's dying <laughs> and, uh, and he's already choked her out. So right. he, you know, obviously is told that she died. Yeah. Um, once he, once he awakens in the, in the suit. So, um, as far as he knows, um, her pregnancy ended with, with her, right. uh, let alone the whole twins aspect. Right. Right. Okay. So, you know, he hears about this Luke Skywalker, hero of the rebellion, 
And um, he's like, well, obviously that's my kid because the timeline fits and he's got my last name. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like the age old Star Wars hiding story. You yes. Know? Like you're going to hide with the same last name you had before, <laughs> you know, it's take a-, a page out of old Ben Kenobi's playbook <laughs> and hide off on some desert planet with the same last name you had before. Yeah. So, Thankfully it's full uh, of sand, which you hate. So that, uh, that keeps me safe. It's like garlic it for is, vampires. It is. It is. Speaking of vampires, Peter Cushing, um, was, uh, no, um, <laughs> I don't No. no, 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 no. So basically you've got this information that comes to him. That's, yeah. Okay. You know, no one, you know, very, very, Few people in the Empire or in the galaxy know the name Skywalker, but he certainly does. Right. He is one. Well, of course I know him. He's me. Right. So (laughs) he immediately recognizes the name and is like, okay, well, it makes sense that, you know, maybe 19 years ago in the time of A New Hope. um, Yeah, okay, this this kid. uh, Yeah, all right, fine. And then um, so – that's that's his son. So as far as he knows, that's his, his only offspring, which we'll get to the other part later. Yeah, as soon as he hears the name, he knows that that's his son. And, and he then, with this revelation, then he intends to, you know, be father of the year now <laughs> and get the mug and everything and recruit his son to his cause. Right. And that's the thing, right? Because you said, you know, he could be a pow- powerful ally, you know, if he can be turned. But if Vader's ulterior motive is to, you know, join me and we'll rule the galaxy as father and son and this and that. But so before we get into the actual um, uh, the lightsaber battle, (laughs) we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we'll talk about the uh, the actual battle and some of the, you know, some of the scenes and stuff like that. Commander Standil, a word, please. Uh, Yes, sir. Certainly, sir. Before we get to Endor, I have a very important question. Sir? Anything I can do, sir? What do you use for life insurance? From troopers to grand admirals, we've all asked that question at some point, mostly before missions involving rebels. Imperial Direct Life Insurance is your answer. Oh, I use IDL, sir. Competitive rates, great customer service, but my agents keep dying on missions. Imperial Direct Life Insurance, eh? I'll have to look into them. Um, sir, you may want the com of my most recent agent sooner than later. I see the Emperor coming. Captain, you may start your landing on Endor. I'm sure you will do well. As I have foreseen the success of this mission. Call IDL today before your next mission. Rates increase proportionally to chances of death. All claims processing must be done in person after missions on the second Death Star. Claim approved by Darth Vader. Okay, and we're back. And uh, yeah, it's a good point. Do you have uh, life insurance for uh, your missions? I, I, I do. Um, but I got them in the course on Underground. Oh. And premiums are like super high. Okay. And they hardly cover anything. I don't even know why I have it. <laughs> oh, those shady life insurance companies down on level 1313. I actually have a, a settlement pending um, through a knock and melt to um, 
to recoup some of my money that they've they've taken from me. Recoup some of the money that uh, Onaka and Mel took from you? Uh, oh no, no getting that back. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Oh, no. The duel. The duel. The, the reason we're here. The whole thing we're talking about today. But it's. I think it's really fascinating to go through that. Like that. Where are they at the moment? You know, it's right. Well beyond it's, just the actual battle. It's important because, especially you know, saber battles in Star Wars, you you are obviously very different than than a blaster fight. They're intimate. You're you're one on one. You're you're right there facing your opponent. You've got the opportunity to look them in the eyes or in the mask, and even converse. You know, yeah. um, so so really, you've got this sort of slower pace. You're not dodging behind you know equipment to dodge blaster bolts and all it's it's a it's a unique experience and in star wars with the saber battles they aren't so much about the action so much as they are about the history about what's being revealed during this about what's led up to this nice so it makes sense to get into that backstory and what influences these duels yeah no that's totally that's really well said that's it gives so much more weight to what's going on and obviously plot um developments you know what they bring into it is almost as important as to um how the battle itself plays out so when they begin he um uh goes to the the carbon freezing deck uh which of course they tested that out on our good friend um popsicle han and um so he survived uh and so vader knew that it would be safe to encase luke in to bring to the emperor right and like Uh, you said before about the the blaster when he comes up onto that shelf that that level where the uh ledge yeah the ledge Um, luke's on the ledge luke (laughs) yes coming soon <laughs> nice blog. There we go. Oh, he's, he's making all his toys right now. Um, you know, because as he's skulking about on Bespin uh, with R2 behind him, and like you said, even Leia says, you know, screaming, it's a trap. It's a trap. And of course, he, he moves on and and then the door shuts down. Uh, Which I think is, is, is pivotal to him. Because if Leia didn't say that, he's, I mean, he still kind of ran in blindly. Yeah. But... With with her saying, no, Luke, don't, it's a trap, he's got that in the back of his mind. Yes. That, I, yeah, I'm still going to run in here and, and try and save my friends and all, but mm-hmm. I got to I gotta keep both eyes open. Yeah. he's He continues on his path while she's going off on hers, and she's not in a great spot either. So, you know, at the moment... And, and she's not in a great spot because... As a quick aside, um, she's being ushered away by helmetless Boba Fett. Oh, nice. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is Jeremy Bullock. That's so cool. So, yeah. Very so true. This is a pretty neat uh, opportunity to see him uh, without the helmet for the first and only time, time. really. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. The, the door shuts down on R2. And then yeah. Luke comes up and then it, he had the blaster in his hand and there's a, a pause on that. He looks down at his blaster and just like you said, he realized this isn't a blaster fight and he, mm-hmm. he, you know, he holsters it. That moment of reflection um, 
really does sort of set the stage for what's about to happen. He realizes what he's getting into, let alone that it's a trap. But um, right. yeah, this is gonna be a completely different battle. And and I think I you know, Vader is calculated. I think that he assumed young and naive Luke um, would would very easily fall into the freezing chamber, be frozen, and then that's it. You know, he takes mm-hmm. him to the uh, Emperor. So, you know, the fact that Luke knew it was a trap, he was able to springboard up out of there and um, and avoid being frozen, at which point Vader's like, crap, now I actually have to do something. <laughs> um, I mean, so... <laughs> I mean, so Vader had the high ground when he first came up. You thought that would have been enough. Well, you thought. But then with the jump, now Luke's got the high ground. And again, <laughs> Vader's like, crap. He did teach you well. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> you have the high ground. What? Nothing. <laughs> Move along. Because <laughs> he didn't teach him that. No. Um, so, uh yeah, so essentially then sabers get ignited and it's like, well, you know, here here we are in this duel, which of course Luke is Okay, so it's like you know those little spinny things at the uh little community park. Like the merry go round sort of thing? Yeah, but you you know, you you run around with it and then you jump on. Yes. Okay. So Luke runs around, jumps on, right? And then um, as Vader, you know, ignites his saber and starts force throwing stuff at him, that centrifugal force is like pushing him out towards the edge. Mm. And now he's now instead of being in the middle, now he's holding on for dear life as this thing is whipping him around and he's just hoping he doesn't let go and fly off. Out the window. Right. That's exactly what's happening is he's like he realizes this thing's going way too fast for me. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing, and I'm about to die. It's a Vader go around, <laughs> right? Exactly. So, so essentially, um, as as he's way in over his head, barely and not even deflecting all the stuff that Vader's throwing at him, like right? These circuit boxes and stuff. Yeah, he's and- like getting hit in the shoulder yeah. and stuff. <laughs> I mean, talk about uh, one lesson that uh, Anakin certainly learned is. Uh, using one's environment like Dooku was doing against him and, uh, and Obi-Wan and, and against uh, Yoda in both the movies. Like, like, hey, wait a second. This is a pretty good tactic. You got some yeah. weapons uh, just stuck on walls. Let's use them against Luke here. Spinning's <laughs> a good trick. Yeah. He can so, learn. <laughs> right, exactly. So so he's chucking stuff at him. He's not even, like, using his lightsaber. And Luke's like, oh, my God. So I mean, he's toying with them, right, at this point? I mean, there's no... Oh, yeah. One misguided force toss. And this thing shatters the window mm. and sucks Luke out. So then he's like, crap, now I got to like go down to that deck and <laughs> keep fighting him there or whatever. So, you know, he goes down the elevator and gets, you know, Luke's down there recovering. And um, oh, man, when that scene, when he comes in off the uh, the guitar pick, as I call it, because that's the sort of the shape it looks like to me, when he walks into that sort of control room off the catwalk and he's walking down that that corridor and then he's surprised by Vader because it comes the, the lights there. The the shot from behind Luke looking up at, I mean, holy crap, man! The the imposing size and shape and lack of detail. It's like it's. I watched it again, obviously for this several times, and it's still like that. 
you know, your your, your throat like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and it's so imposing. It's like my, I've seen it thousands of times and it still does not lose that. Oh, man, you're you're about <laughs> you are so underwater at this point. <laughs> right. Right. He's he's holding on to that thing. <laughs> that's, that's, he's got like it. two fingers left. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. So, so, you know, then it, it kind of migrates out away from safety <laughs> at all down this catwalk, which if Star Wars has taught us anything, it's don't go on a catwalk. Yes. No shafts. No shafts. Because <laughs> it's bad. It's bad news. So, um, you know, ultimately, he, he runs out of space. Mm hmm. Yep. Okay. Because because it's not like a catwalk that leads anywhere. It leads to like a, a you know, AT and T you know service tower or something. <laughs> um. So you know he's kind of backed up against the wall here, and um, that's and Vader knows it. Of course, the only way out of this is through Vader at this point. Mm-hmm. So he's like, all right. Well, now that you're not gonna run because you know where to run to, <laughs> we're gonna have a little chat. And then of course you know. Vader knows pretty much everything he needs to know at this point. Okay. And Luke knows nothing. He knows what, what Obi-Wan told him, which was not the truth. So, <laughs> so, so he knows nothing. So, you know, it's Vader clearly has the upper hand, even though it's cybernetic, he has the upper hand. And, um, and Luke's about to lose one. Right, well, yeah, hold on. Wait a minute. We'll get there. So he um, has him backed in the corner, and he ends up um, lopping that thing off. Mm-hmm. So Luke is like, crap. First of all, I lost my hand. Secondly, I lost my weapon. Thirdly, I lost my escape route. <laughs> so, so, you know, he, he climbs over the ledge, which... Is usually ill advised. Yeah. And um, even for and, Luke. <laughs> right, exactly. Like I, I get what you're trying to do here, pal. We we we're there with you. We get it. <laughs> However, um he he's he's in probably second most terrible spot that he could be in. Um the first so, being uh, we'll get there. Okay. So he's in this um terrible position and that's when Vader decides to spring the truth on him. Because, you know, what are you going to do? You got nowhere to go. And I want you to join me. Why would I join you? You're some weird freak that killed my father. Well, <laughs> about that, <laughs> not really. So, you know, he springs on the I am your father bit. And, of course, Luke's head spinning and and he doesn't. He obviously thinks he's lying. Yeah. Because why would old Ben be lying? Right. The guy that helped me. Right. Exactly. So he looks down and uh, and sees an opportunity to, you know, get out of this thing. Um. So so he does, and Swan dives down into the worst place he could be. Here we go. Um, <laughs> beneath the entire mining colony on. An even smaller antenna <laughs> with absolutely nowhere to go except plummeting to his death with one hand. <laughs> Which thankfully is cauterized. Right. Yeah. I mean, at least he's not going to bleed out. 
no. until he hits the pavement. Now, can I say when I first saw this scene? No. Yes. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Who's talking here? Um, when I first saw the scene, um, of course the at the drive-in. Yes, at the drive-in with your sister. Right. Um, of course the the hand loss was was freaky to see, but was also led to the magic of the movie for me when I was young was seeing the charred and cut um, posts that are, that were on the, on the catwalk and they're smoldering. And it was was magic because like, I thought like, Oh my God, not only did this thing cut off the hand, but you know, in the battle, it also sliced these thick metal poles and it just let, it just enriched the whole strength of the lightsaber. And it's like, I totally bought it. It It's like, wow, how did they do that? I mean, they must have had a really, really hot knife to make that happen. You know, it's like special effects. But as a child, it was it just added so much more weight to the whole to the whole believability of the lightsaber yeah. itself. It was just cool. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, so as we know, um, then this whole duel leads to a period of, of self-discovery for Luke. And and for Vader as well, because he's got to come to terms with the fact that he does have a son. Mm-hmm. He's confirmed that he has this son, and then he has this this bit of a a, a Force link with him when he when he uh, speaks to him through yep. the Force. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and so it kind of changes both of them going forward. Oh, for sure. And clearly. Vader won this, which which is was the most surprising thing about about Empire for me was was the the bad guy won and the good guy like almost died and was in a terrible spot. Mm. So you know that was very emotionally impacting for me as I I believe I've stated before. Yeah, but it's it's because of this duel. You know, I, I first yeah totally agree, and like you said too, not just this duel, but the whole movie in its on itself. Like they're in a bad spot. Like they're in the they're in the dark part of the trilogy. You know, like they've got a, they're uh, you know Han's gone and uh, Luke's hand is gone and his his father. All this stuff is going on. It's a bad spot for the entire the whole the whole story, um, and obviously Vader toying with Luke throughout this entire duel. I mean, he could have force choked him at any given time. Obviously, turning him would be a good thing but i totally believe that if he did not sense that luke was going to turn that that the emperor would have wanted vader to eliminate the threat Mm -hmm. force choke him get it over with what are you waiting for you just done you know whatever like just kill him it's not working what what are you waiting (laughs) listen i got lunch plans i want this done um (laughs) (laughs) i already have my takeout order So I, you know, I think that Vader's ulterior motives of wanting to be with his son to take down the emperor and them do it together as father and son outweighed his duty to the emperor itself and the empire of eliminating this threat and further enhancing what you just said that that has huge implications for both characters going forward. Yeah. And, and, you know, the whole idea of, strength in numbers and him being strong in the force as well look if if you're gonna take him to your master and and he's gonna say oh well you know join the dark side and looks like i'll never join you um and then then it's like okay well then kill him well now what now you got your boss telling you to, to kill your son and um 
So if you've already kind of got him on board that like, look, if we take this guy out, um, then we can we can do whatever we want. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've already planted that seed, push comes to shove and Palps is like, Yeah, do it, uh, then then you you've got that that sort of upper hand where it's like, see, I told you this would happen. Let's 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 work together to defeat him. Yeah. You know. So that way, um that way you've got hopefully the, the strength uh, that you need to to defeat him. Yeah. It's yeah, it's 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 a very interesting duel. Um it's fun to see. It's very well choreographed, but its implications reach far beyond the fight itself. Yeah, and they went with uh was it Bob Anderson, I think, the uh the stuntman, the the master swordsman who was mm-hmm. doing some of the um I don't think he was doing the whole thing, but um, he was the stunt uh, double for uh, Prowse for the some yep. of the scenes in there to make it uh, make those swings and all that stuff more uh, eloquent and um, and like really upping the level and the the quality of the of the lightsaber battle beyond A New Hope. But also, like you pointed out, uh, you know Obi Wan was at the end of his life. He was in defensive mode versus Vader, and again Vader just basically toying with him. But in this case, it was a lot more a lot more energy to be needed. So they uh, they brought in uh, Bob Anderson to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um I think it's a perfect first duel to to start with for, for that series. Yeah. Very cool. And then I'm looking forward to several more. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait for that duel we're gonna talk about when uh, Hondo had the lightsaber. That was such a good one. Ah, uh, the zoom zoom zoom. <laughs> That's up next. <laughs> now now does does Han versus Tauntaun count? Oh. <laughs> no. No. Maybe. Okay. As you mentioned before, we're on the on the interwebs. We've got the conversations.com website. That's our flagship. That's all our all our specifics are uh, linked to that somewhere somehow. <laughs> um then we've got the facebook.com slash conversations and at suations on Twitter. The Instas have us on uh, conversations. And then um, and then we've got the, the, the new and improved t-shirt shop um, over at... Um, T-Public. <laughs> that's the one. T-Public. So, yes, featuring our newest designs, the Murder Bears and... Uh, and KFP. KFP. <laughs> they're so good so delicious finger licking good sir yes um yeah so um i look forward to to kind of dissecting more of these see there's a dissecting Uh because anatomy it's very scientific um so uh yeah i look forward to many other duels and kind of breaking them down and and getting to the uh get to the goods yes absolutely all right. So um I guess um with that being said, the force is a powerful ally. Greetings, listener. Just a reminder that the podcast you just heard is a proud member of the Red Five Network family. Red5Network.com offers you a great variety of shows you'll be sure to love. So the next time you're itching for quality content, make sure you head over to red5network.com. You'll find this podcast along with a whole lot more. 
All wings report in. It's the Red 5 Network. <laughs> 